Hello and welcome to Elvet Talks, the first podcast about destination weddings in Greece. My name is Sanya, the founder of Elvet Magazine and I will be your host today. Join me in this new episode where we talk with Bargavi Aranatigi, founder of Cinderella Brides, a head makeup artist, bridal stylist and skin care consultant. Barbie discovered her love for fashion and makeup while attending Columbia University in New York. Over the last 10 years, Barbie has mastered the skill that placed her at the top of her game in the profession of makeup and skin care and hair artistry. She continues to develop her craft and she is always open to creating something new and innovative for her clients while at the same time supporting their aesthetic vision. She continues to develop her craft and is always open to creating something new. She continues to develop her craft and is always open to creating something new and innovative for her clients while at the same time supporting their aesthetic vision. She is a celebrity makeup artist and she works She is a celebrity makeup artist and she has worked in several prestigious fashion shows, editorial makeup and bridal portrait photography. Barbie has also been featured on in Forbes. She is a celebrity makeup artist and has worked in several prestigious fashion shows, editorial makeup and bridal portrait photography. Barbie has also been featured in Forbes, New York Times, USA Today, BuzzFeed and Bravo TV. She has a large client base. She has a large client base consisting of She has a large client base consisting of South Asian brides and is responsible for creating up to top 3% wedding market share. She has a large client base consisting of South Asian brides and is responsible for catering to the top 3% of the wedding market. Her strong efforts working with South Asian brides has earned Cinderella Brides a feature in Martha. Her strong efforts working with South Asian brides has her strong efforts working with South Asian brides has earned Cinderella Brides a feature in Maharani weddings and has not brides Mandala weddings Mandala. Her strong effort her strong her strong efforts working with South Asian brides has earned Cinderella brides a feature in Maharani weddings the not brides Mandala weddings and was even listed as top 10 Indian makeup artist in New York. Cinderella brides which services service, Cinderella brides which Cinderella brides which services brides around the world has been. In this episode, get to know Barbie and learn all about her beauty process. As an Indian beauty expert, she explains the meaning behind all the rituals and the importance of the beauty process and decorating brides with henna. On top, Barbie also shares with us her top 5 tips for any bride and which are the best locations in Greece for the big Indian wedding celebration. In this episode, get to know Barbie and learn all about her beauty process. As an Indian beauty expert, she explains the meaning behind all the rituals and the importance of the beauty process and decorating brides with henna. 
on top barbie also shares with us her top five tips for any bride and which are the best locations in greece on top barbie also shares with us on top barbie also shares with us her top five tips for any bride and which are the best locations in greece for the big indian wedding celebration on top barbie shares with us her top five tips for any bride and on top barbie also shares with us her top five tips for any bride and which are the best locations in greece for the big indian wedding celebration and now let's dive in this episode and now let's dive into this episode Thanks to Events Music for sponsoring this episode. So, you're planning your wedding in Greece and your main priority is a good party. Well, let me tell you, you should definitely get in touch with Panos, the founder of Events Music. Talking from personal experience, Panos and his team of highly trained professionals can deliver what you want. Using state-of-the-art equipment, Events Music offers the first-class bespoke approach to all your audiovisual needs with tailor-made sound and light design concepts. With more than 25 years of presence in the luxury event space, Events Music can bring your high-end wedding party experience to life. Create your glamorous event with mirror finishes and live visual LED panels because no detail is too small. Party like there's no tomorrow with Events Music. www.eventsmusic.gr That's www.eventsmusic.gr Hello again to everybody to Elwood Talks. Uh, we are talking today to an amazing woman, Barbie from USA. She is uh, the head makeup artist from Cinderella Brides. And we connected over in uh, a Destination Wedding Planners Congress that happened in Rhodes not so long ago, and we just simply clicked. So I would like her to talk to us uh, about five top expert tips on bridal beauty for Indian brides. But before we jump on these five tips, um, Barbie, tell us a little bit about yourself, like uh, about, about your story, and how did you become a bridal beauty expert? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Sonia, for um, inviting me to join today and just share a little bit about me and my business. Um, it was amazing meeting you in Rhodes as well um, for a, 
the Destination Wedding Planners Congress. And I think um, just those connections, it, it makes it so important to like continue them. And, and that's why we go to these types of events. So thank you again Absolutely. for having me. Um, Absolutely. So for me, I am, my background is corporate America. I never thought I would end up in the bridal um, beauty industry. But years ago when I was getting married, um, specifically about 18 years ago now, I'm South Asian. So wow. I had a very hard time finding a bridal makeup artist that would be mm -hmm. able to work with my skin tones and make me look natural and my color. And, I, you know, I, I honestly, I had to end up doing my own makeup. And at the time I was in graduate school, um, just following my whole corporate dream life of a corporate um, employee and which I didn't mm -hmm. hold on to a corporate role for 13 years. But I, you know, I was on the side selling skincare products and they had a makeup training program. And so I decided to take it because it would not only help me make a little extra money selling skincare, but it'll, it would also help me to get better at my own makeup skills, which, you know, it did help me when it came around to the big day where I, myself and my, my two, my sister and a friend of mine just helped me to do my makeup for the wedding. And we kept mm -hmm. that look for the entire day. And these days, the uh, bridal industry, especially with South Asians is so evolved into something so much more grand. And because I did it for myself and I just thought it was a way to make extra money, eventually like it turned my side hustle turned into a full-time career for me amazing what a story yeah you're just full of energy <laughs> when we met like I was so amazed I was like how can you have so much energy <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay I don't have much experience with Indian brides and Indian culture but I do see Indian weddings happening in Greece and Indian brides are just so beautiful like honestly they have you know, the best makeup and the best <laughs> henna tattoos and the best jewelry. Like we all want to, you know, feel special on our wedding day. But would you uh, explain to us a little bit about Indian traditions and what is the importance of the beauty process for decorating bride's hands with henna? Okay. Um, so the purpose behind henna, all the brides, Hindu brides specifically, it's um, it's a, definitely a cultural and religious um, act having henna put on the henna known as mm -hmm. the henna tattoo or mendi it basically uh, is a um like an ink stain that's put on the hands on the top of the hands of a bride the inside of the hands on the feet and really what it does is it serves as like um not only beautiful decoration for the bride but it serves as like um it's auspicious. So it serves as like mm -hmm. a type of warding off of evil spirits, of negative eyes, things like that. And that kind of protects the bride. And the bride does it for her, you know, a little more elaborate. But then also um, the bridal fa bride's family and friends, they have a henna party, a mendi party. Also, those words wow. are kind of used interchangeably where they also have um, the artists, henna artists that come in to do those um, applications of the henna. Mm -hmm. And the families and friends also put it on to in celebration and, you know, in auspiciousness and, you know, warding off the evil from the negative energy from the wedding and just blessing the couple with just good thoughts and happy wishes for their future ahead. Wow. That's yeah. such an amazing, yeah. uh, yeah, the tradition yeah. and so beautiful. And uh, also so my company and we don't do henna. We also mm -hmm. partner with other, other henna artists because for us, we specifically only do 
the styling of the bride. So the mm -hmm. makeup, the hair, all the outfit styling, that's what we focus on. Uh, yeah, exactly. So tell us as an Asian beauty expert, what are the five top tips that uh, you can share with us for all the brides that they need to, you know, take care of themselves on the wedding day? Absolutely. So five tips leading up to the wedding day and on the wedding day, I would absolutely say tip number one is skincare. You have to engage in a good skincare routine well in advance of your wedding. I'm talking like a year, um, maybe a little bit more. You really want to start getting your skin in shape. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I see a lot of women and the they've never, like most of them, they don't take care of their skin until it's time mm -hmm. to get married. For me, I was a big believer in skin. I still am. And so skin is the most important thing. Um, doing a proper five-step five routine, cleanser, toner, um, a moisturizer, an under-eye cream, and a serum, those are like the main things that a bride should be making sure that she's doing on a daily and nightly basis. I actually have videos about that on my YouTube channel mm -hmm. on how they do that. But I think that's number one. Number two, I think would be, you know, um, definitely a lot of water intake water um, intake, not lead, only leading up to the wedding, but also um, the week of the wedding. I see a lot of brides, they are stressed out. They're not drinking enough water. They're dehydrated. Um, and so I definitely think that, you know, during the week of the wedding, you need to stay hydrated. I would say don't dr drink too much the night before your wedding because you don't want to be puffy. Everything shows up in your mm -hmm. pictures. And so this is your one time. So I always like to tell my brides when I'm working with them the week of the wedding, take it easy, make sure you're drinking water, make sure you're trying to get some rest and don't forget to do your skincare. So that's my mm -hmm. tip number two, drink lots of water. Uh, tip number yeah. three would be really to, uh, you know, vet the proper beauty professional for you. I think that mm -hmm. you're planning this process and especially for South Asian Indian brides, they have multiple days of events. And when, you know, I have a lot of brides who contact us and they're like, oh, we love your work on Instagram, you know, they, but they compare like what we do to other artists. And I think, I think the mm -hmm. biggest thing that differentiates what we do as a company and as a brand versus a lot of other artists is that we really show the process of how we prep the bride. We show the befores, we show mm -hmm. the afters. We're not editing heavily the pictures. There's not this crisp picture, but there's mm -hmm. video content of the brides. And that's one thing that's helped us. So when you're, if you're a bride listening to this podcast or someone who knows a bride and, you know, they're in the process of vetting a beauty professional, I would say that you really want to properly see if the artist has a, um, a professional website, look at their videos, look at their before and afters, and then have a call and make sure you connect with the person and you feel comfortable with either the brand or the company, what they represent, even take a look at their reviews and really like make a careful selection because the person you're going to work with that's going to be there for your makeup and hair is going to be the person that, you know, is going to be spending a lot of time with you, especially for Indian brides. Mm -hmm. We do five events sometimes for them, six events for wow. them, you know, and so we're, we're doing their makeup and hair again and again, and you need to make sure that you feel comfortable working with that person. Yeah, absolutely. Can you explain to us a little bit more about these five events? Like uh, usually, you know, we don't have these uh, multiple events in our cultures, but we do see the rise of wedding weeks and wedding weekends uh, where, you know, different couples choose to do different activities throughout the week. So tell us a little bit more about the Hindu traditions. 
Absolutely. So um, I can talk about the five events because we, I recently just came off of a wedding. Yeah. We did even like eight events for this client. Oh, wow. They had other things like photo shoots and that. But the, there's a lot of religious events that leads up into the wedding event. So one is called the Haldi. It's um, Haldi is H-A-L-D-I, Haldi. Or it's also called the Pithi. Depending on the type of Indian, like which part of India you're from, you call mm -hmm. it different things. Um, but it's basically a turmeric ceremony where they, the families get together. They bless you. The priest blesses you. They get you ready for prepping you for, um, you know, becoming a bride. And in, um, it's funny, but the turmeric is, you know, um, it's created into like a paste and then it's mm -hmm. put over your arms and your face and your legs. And it's meant to wow. really brighten up the skin um, mm -hmm. and brighten up you as a bride. So you can, and the, the groom also has his own ceremony, but it brightens mm -hmm. the skin up. That's one of the reasons they do it. Another thing is it, it's like a, a religious reason. They, it's another blessing. It's, you know, all the families mm -hmm. getting together, the women come to the bride, they whisper things in her ears, little advice, marriage advice or whatever. So it's really like a, um, we use milk and coconuts and all these different mm. things signify like fertility and health and well-being for the bride all the healthy stuff yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so that's the first event then the second goes into the mendi which is when they have a, a party um, a celebration mm -hmm. and the bride gets her mendi done she may get it done before the party so she can have a little bit more time to mingle with her guests but that celebration she needs to get ready for it she gets a wet outfit for it um and then she is prepared to, you know, celebrate with her guests. So you have henna artists that come, you have some, mm -hmm. you know, food, you have people getting henna done, there may be some music. That's another event, a mendi party, a henna party. Um, another event is the Sangeet night and the Sangeet night or the Garba night, either those words again are used interchangeably. That's like a dance celebration where mm -hmm. all the friends, the family, they put together different performances for the bride and the groom, even the bride and the gro groom perform themselves for each other. And then sometimes together, but it's a really fun night of like people putting on performances. So the, the friends, the family, they really have to plan in advance. They have to practice yeah. these dances and come up with these ideas wow. and remixes because dance is a big part of celebration in the Indian culture. It's, it's very mm -hmm. important in the culture. It's very important for celebrations. And to me, I think the Sangeet nights are one of the most fun nights um, of any like Indian five day celebration. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, obviously you have the wedding ceremony, the religious ceremony where they, the bride and the groom, if it's a, it's a Hindu ceremony, they're walking along a lot around a fire and they're taking seven steps and each of the steps signify something important in the, the marriage and different commitments they're making to each other. And it's done with like a Hindu priest and, you know, and that's where they get showered with rice and flowers and all of that. And that's what signifies they exchange um, a necklace. The bride gets a, a, a wedding necklace. That's her, you know, in mm -hmm. she, these days, brides also get a wedding ring and a engagement mm -hmm. ring and a wedding ring, but they also get that necklace, which that necklace is like a wedding necklace that signifies them as a, you know, a married bride. Mm -hmm. um, there's Sindur, which is the red ink that's put in the center um, mm -hmm. of the bride's head and that also signifies that she's married so there's so many different little cultural um, rituals that happen yeah. during that ceremony um, and that's the wedding ceremony and then the reception is just like any reception it's a big celebration yeah. bridal party walks out bride and groom walks out they get announced they just they celebrate this is like you know the grand finale of everything so those are the five different events um, yeah 
typically brides hire us for, and we, you know, we prepare them to just look fabulous for each and every one of those events. So, yeah, this was my question. Would the bride and the groom then change their looks for all these five events, like yes. uh, completely makeup and dress Absolutely. and everything? Yeah, mm-hmm. makeup, hair, their outfit. They get different um, clothing for each of the events. So it's it's definitely a big um, production. There's a lot going yeah. on with an Indian wedding. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let's go back to our five beauty tips. Uh, yes. I think we were left at number four, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> and number four, I like to say is you when you're um, when you are picking, you know, any artist for yourself, the, the next thing you want to do is the vision you want to bring your vision to life. So you mm-hmm. want to be an active participant. So number four would be be an active participant in how you look. Um, and really give your look of a lot of thought. Yes, the expert will make suggestions, but you as the bride really want to, you know, think about how you want to look for the the big day. So that means your clothing, your jewelry, you want to pick things that look flattering on your body type, Mm -hmm. jewelry that's flattering for your face shape. You know, a lot of times brides wear tikas um, on their Mm -hmm. forehead. That's another adornment jewelry for Indian brides. Sometimes they're too big for their face. Sometimes the necklaces mm. they choose, maybe they're too high. So you really want to involve either your stylist, the bridal stylist that you're hiring, mm-hmm. your, your makeup person, or an actual stylist to help you style things that are going to look appropriate and photograph well on you. But you also want to select makeup and hair um, that looks like you're the best version of yourself. I don't. A lot of times brides, they one of the compliments, the things I hear is that, uh, well, I'm only getting married once, so I might as well look like a completely different person. And I no. agree with that statement. I think that you should look like the best version of yourself. So your look, your bridal look, your wedding looks are timeless and classic. So mm-hmm. you today, you know, in 2022, or you look at it uh, 20 years from now in 2042, you still look beautiful and elegant and just like yourself, but like the best version of yourself. Um, So that's my tip number four is really be involved in your selection process and really give your style of your wedding some thought. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the tip number five is just, just let go when you are starting your wedding events, you know, there's brides that become very stressed. They have a lot of anxiety and you really need to just trust the people that you hired to do the best job that they do um, and let go and enjoy the ride and take in each moment, each event, Mm -hmm. each little, you know, thing that happens, take it in and slowly and try to just like, just cherish it because your wedding events, your wedding days, they fly by so quickly. And if you spend yeah. half of them worrying about everyone else or what's going right or what's going wrong, you're really truly going to miss the beauty mm-hmm. of your event, which is you marrying the love of your life. Yeah, exactly. Which is the most important thing anyways, exactly. not the little details that might be missed out. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, you uh, work mainly with uh, Asian brides, but do you also work with uh, uh, every bride, like European types? I don't know yes. any. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We work so, with every mm-hmm. type of bride because even if the bride is having a South Asian wedding, our brides are not only Indian. They're from all yeah. over. We just had a Mexican bride. We had a Korean mm-hmm. bride. They're marrying into the culture. So we are working with them. 
um, with their own cultural um, traditions. We had a Chinese bride. So we did her Chinese traditions with her tea ceremony and her red dress. And then mm-hmm. we also dressed her. So we are working with all different types of brides, European brides, absolutely white dress brides, because in India, yeah. there's multiple religions. There's not only mm-hmm. where you have the one style of getting married, we have many brides who are Christian brides and they're getting married. And so we can work with any skin tone, um, face shape, hair texture. We pride ourselves in being really, really diverse and inclusive Mm -hmm. of any type of clientele that's put in front of us. Yeah, that's great. So do you have some advice for different types of skin tones? Like, um, I don't know, people when they usually come to Greece, it's like hot and, you know, you're sweating, (laughs) obviously, makeup is running maybe all over if it's not properly done. So Mm -hmm. what could the brides pay attention to in a hot wedding day? Absolutely. So I think um, one of the things that you want to make sure is the artist that you're working with is going to airbrush your makeup. Mm. I found airbrush and I do a lot of destination weddings on hot in hot climates on beaches. Mm. You know, um, I would love to do one in in Greece. So if you're listening Mm -hmm. to this podcast and you want to, you know, a glam squad to come to Greece, we are ready for you. Um, But absolutely. (laughs) So Uh, I would say airbrush makeup is super important. It's um, a silicone airbrush makeup will make your makeup last longer. It's sweat Mm. resistant. It's silicone based. So it, it dries a little bit differently and it's sprayed on. The other thing that is when there's brides who have oily skin and it's, they're Mm -hmm. getting married in a hot climate. We don't have them put moisturizer underneath their makeup. We just kind of go Mm -hmm. in because they already have a lot of oil in their skin. And Mm -hmm. so to add more moisturizer and then prepping prepping the skin and then doing the makeup, we try to skip that step. The other thing that we do is we layer the makeup. So um, we have a signature technique at Cinderella Brides where we not only airbrush the makeup, but we also do a base layer of, you know, a primer, mm-hmm. a um, good primer is important, a, um, you know, a 24 hour foundation, we color correct, we conceal, and then we airbrush and then we will powder, we'll bake for a little bit. But so baking is another thing that helps with makeup mm-hmm. lasting longer. And if you're, you're listening to this, you're like, what is baking? Baking yeah. is basically a process where we place product powders, specifically very finely milled powders underneath certain parts of the face or underneath the eyes, maybe on the nose, on the forehead, the chin, maybe underneath the cheekbones to really sculpt the face, but also to have the, the natural heat of the body absorb the powders, mm-hmm. creating a more flawless look, but a more look that also is longev- long has longevity in nature. Yeah. So, you know, all of that together is what will help that makeup to stay. And then, of course, great setting spray. Um, But that's kind of our technique that we use. And I literally had one of my brides just recently, she got off her, you know, she had a beach wedding, Mm -hmm. she came off the beach and her makeup looked still intact. And the temperatures were, you know, above 88 degrees that day. Yeah. Fahrenheit. (laughs) Just in parentheses. Yeah. (laughs) We upgraded in Fahrenheit. I can't even do translation. (laughs) <laughs> anybody who wants to know google it please <laughs> yeah but um yeah no you're totally right like um last year last summer i have been part of one wedding and uh, it was this beautiful bride uh she had her makeup done um and then uh during the 
it was hot, okay? During the hot day, uh, the makeup started running a little bit on her dress and stuff. And she, it was the time she had to do her couple shots. So uh, it was like she was not in the zone. She was not thinking, you know, she was not relaxing her face. And all of this tension was showing on the pictures. And of course, the photographer, you know, was telling her, please relax, blah, blah, blah. You're beautiful. But all she had in her mind, in the back of her mind, is the fact that her makeup is running down the dress and it's ruining her dress and her yeah. makeup is ruined. So, yeah, all, yeah, all day was then just about this one, you know, scenario where the makeup ran. It was like her whole mood was ruined, basically, because of this. So yeah. that's uh, very important to think about. But um, what would you advise to girls and women that don't really want to use makeup? You know, we can see these perfect Barbie looks on Instagram and lots of makeup everywhere. But there are lots of girls that are natural and they're thinking, eh, I'll just do my own makeup for the wedding or I don't want a lot of makeup. I want more natural makeup. Like, what would you advise them? I would say that never do your own makeup on your wedding day. There's a lot of other things that you need to worry about your makeup and hair. You should look if you're hiring professional photography and videography, you need the makeup. If you're having, mm -hmm. you know, just a backyard wedding where your friends are taking pictures, like it really depends on the level of the wedding and what mm -hmm. you want to look back on with your memories and how you look. If you're, if you're comfortable and happy and that's what you want, then, you know, that's something that you, nobody can ever convince you otherwise. But my, based on my professional expertise, there are people there out there, artists specifically, who can make you look like you, like the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So just because you see a Barbie doll makeup look on Instagram and you see all these heavy sculpted faces, mm -hmm. not everybody, we don't treat our clients as a cookie cutter where we do the same style and the same cut and paste. There's brides mm -hmm. that we work with that want less and they want to look just like themselves and that's what we give them. There's brides that want a little bit more and they want to be sculpted and they want to be more glam and that's what we give them. So you really need to have that communication with your artist. But I would just say never, like my opinion, never, never do your own makeup or hair. You need to have somebody to take that pressure, that load off of you. Um, and just pamper yourself. If you're not doing it for the way you look, it's just really for how you feel and let somebody else take care of you on the biggest day of mm -hmm. your life. You only get married once. So you don't want to look back and be like, oh, I like I should have did this or I should have did that. Or maybe I should have. You don't want to have that question mark um, when you're looking yeah. back on your wedding pictures and your wedding video. Not every bride is the same. And exactly as you said, you know, not, you shouldn't use the cookie cutter model, model when doing makeup and just listen to uh, brides, you know, opinions and feelings and what she really wants on the day. So that's really good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what about bridesmaids? Like, do you also... Uh, I don't know if you have in uh, Hindu traditions and Asian traditions lots of bridesmaids, but for sure in America <laughs> there is a bridesmaid tradition. How do you deal with that? Like who goes first? Who goes second? Yeah, that's a great question. We actually, my company, Cinderella Brides, we have a very large, I have a, st a staff of about, it's probably by the end of this year will be close to 50 people. Uh, oh, wow. That's the goal. And so we are able to handle lots and lots of big weddings and lots mm -hmm. of, um, you know, like family members, Indian mm. weddings. Um, one of the things that you'll find if you ever are going to an Indian wedding is it's not just about the bridesmaids. It's about yeah. the aunts. 
and the sisters, so the sisters of the moms and the, you know, sisters of the, um, you know, like the family. Mm -hmm. Yes, all of the the aunties. We call them the aunties. All the aunties and and everybody gets makeup and hair done. The nieces, like, Mm. not and the family usually pays for it and they treat their guests like their closest family members mm-hmm. sometimes those closest family members can be like 30 people getting makeup oh. and hair done including the bridesmaids so yeah. you know, we've learned to really work with very very large parties mm-hmm. and um, in doing so we've been able to really become very efficient and effective on how we work with them and we give the brides when they book us and they book their bridal parties we give them a um sample schedule to go off of mm-hmm. and from that sample schedule we you know allow usually between 35 and 40 minutes per application of makeup or hair and we usually tell mm-hmm. the brides you want to schedule the people in who are the most important people that are going to be in your photos first so like the mom mm-hmm. the bride so she can be ready early so she can be in her daughter's getting ready shots the sister of the bride same reason the mother of the groom the same reason all of those close important family members and then the bridesmaids and after the bridesmaids we can take the people that may not be needed for the family pictures or anything like that so that's kind Mm -hmm. of when it goes comes to scheduling we really give the bride a sample schedule she fills out the names of everybody we give her a way to you know really um build out the schedule and she runs with it you know she maybe runs it through her planner and then they plan the schedule and then we approve it and then we execute on the day of Oh, wow. Super organized. Yeah. And with a bigger, large amount of people, you need to, as you said, keep a schedule and work fast in order not to, you know, not for makeup, not to run all day. Exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, that's great. Uh, so as you said, you travel a lot all over the world in hot destinations and uh, you're servicing and helping brides all over the world. So as I know, you came to Greece recently. Which location in Greece would you suggest for couples to plan their big Indian wedding? Like, where do you see that would be the perfect for to have like a big wedding? I think that um, you know everybody dreams of Santorini as the perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see a lot of big venue spaces in Santorini. So if you're planning a big Indian wedding, I would definitely recommend either mainland. Athens, mm-hmm. um, outside of Athens, there is some amazing large, larger um, hotels and um, mm-hmm. different venues that you can utilize because you need definitely the hotel space. You need a hotel that's like a resort that has multiple locations within it that you can do all your different events. Um, I also loved Rhodes for that exact yeah. reason because we went for specifically to Rhodes for the Destination Wedding Planners Congress mm-hmm. and. Even at the place we stayed, the Mitzis Alila, mm-hmm. I thought it would be a wonderful place to have like a multi-day celebration because not only the hotel was gorgeous, it's luxury, it's um, just mm-hmm. very clean lines, it's by the water, has the most beautiful sunsets, but then you can quickly arrange transportation and go to like you know some of the different um like calathea springs is right there which is another mm-hmm. space where you can have like a sangeet or you can have your reception the food is amazing um so i think that like from the experience i've had i didn't spend too much time in athens when i was there but mm-hmm. outside of greece like mainland greece you can do different parts and you know Sanya, you tell me because you live there, like you yeah. probably know more. You've seen a lot of the venues, but I was totally impressed with having a big Indian wedding that even could be like two, three hundred people right in roads. Um, hands Absolutely. Down. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. absolutely. As you said, Rhodes is perfect for uh, destination weddings because it has a lot of big, all-inclusive hotels. Yes. And it is an island, but it's not too small. And also it's not too big. So you can definitely rent uh, cars or organize transportation and do all the activities, even beach tours like um, and Rhodes has also an amazing town, uh, the old heritage UNESCO protected um, mm-hmm. town, which is uh, uh, mediev- from medieval times preserved. So that's really, really nice uh, and a unique experience for Greece because, you know, not everybody knows um, Greece has these different uh, different cultural zones, let's say. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, so definitely a unique view would be roads. And then also there are some other, uh, like Crete uh, is also a huge island and has huge hotels as well and venues. And um, also Greek weddings, like also Cretan weddings, can go up to 1,500 people. So yeah. Greece is, yeah, Greece is the perfect country for right. big weddings because also locals you use a lot of people. Yes, that's um, hence the my big fat Greek wedding, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's you know, and I um and my this was my second trip to Greece. My first trip we did go to Crete, but we went like mm-hmm. for more like vacation. So I didn't really yeah. get a chance to explore the different venues. But Crete is my one of my favorite places in Greece absolutely I love the there's an old historic town there as well mm-hmm. and um, I although I haven't explored all the different hotels there it just like you know it, it's beautiful I've been to Mykonos Santorini I've seen a lot of Greece yeah but I think hands down like yes definitely Crete would be another one that I, I can't agree more so that's thank you for bringing that up <laughs> yeah absolutely well Crete is big yeah Crete is yeah. huge and it has one of the most gorgeous beaches uh, that I have seen and uh, nature as well uh, basically it has a little bit of everything it's like its own country almost <laughs> <laughs> I agree <laughs> yeah uh, so tell us a little bit what you're currently working on so what I'm currently working on is launching a uh, course for beauty pro- professionals that are whether they're hair, makeup, any other type of styling um, to really just share my business industry expertise. I've been in this industry for now going on over 15 years and I'm working. So the project I'm working on, it's called the beauty lab. Um, my, my mm-hmm. community I've created is called the beauty CEO society. You can find us on Instagram or on Facebook. And basically the course um, that I'm going to launch later this year It basically talks about different things that help um, wedding professionals. So creating a strong contract, booking destination weddings, how to brand yourself, you know, why you need to have a website and how to create it and resources around it, Um, how to have social media presence and what you should be doing to increase your um, leads from social media. How do you do Mm -hmm. that? How do you create and curate content? How do you come with a professional camera presence? A lot of professionals in my industry and I'll say all the wedding industry professionals Mm -hmm. a lot of times they post but they never show up they don't put their face on their face they're very afraid to be in front of the camera Mm -hmm. speak and uh I just I I find that that a lot of times people even if you're a little bit more on the higher end scale or whatnot or even if you're not people like to work with people that they know they like and they trust Mm -hmm. and bringing out your authentic voice on social media on you know through podcasts through you know con- and also in person networking that's the biggest thing so i would mm-hmm. like, I, I would 
like I want to teach that to other people. And so that's why I created and worked on this course. We filmed that it. it's like a five module course. So I'm super excited to start promoting it soon. And um, hopefully, well, by the time you're, you're, this um, episode launches, I can give you a link to, you know, have your um, listeners go and check it Absolutely, out. Absolutely. Yeah. It, whatever we talk about in there applies to everybody globally. Um, and, and people are really going to be able to learn how to earn a six figure, um, create a six figure beauty business for themselves if that's what they want. Yeah, that's great. And as you said, it's so important to bring your authentic voice to whatever you're doing online, because there's so many of businesses. And one way to stand out, I always say, is to just be you and, you know, do what it feels good to for you. So because um, they cannot replace you, they cannot copy you. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so for the last question, uh, what is what advice would you give to all couples who are planning a destination wedding? I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is that um, based on what is important to you, don't be afraid to spend the money to fly out the vendors that are going to make your day truly special. So I'll give you the perfect example. We have a lot of, we are, I'm based in the United States. We do a lot of destination weddings in Mexico. There are lots mm-hmm. of, for beauty professionals, there's lots of availability for makeup mm-hmm. and hair for people locally, the, the um, hotels yeah. that have their own beauty salons, the, you know, there's local, you know, artists that are, work in Mexico as well. But a lot of the times the brides, depending on what's important to them. And I know for, as a woman um, and also somebody who cares about, you know, not, not to say their appearance, but really cares how like they look for, especially for these types of big occasions, like that's one of the biggest things for me. And a lot of our brides feel the same way. So they, they're not afraid to spend a little bit extra money or or a fair hotel meals. They have to do the accommodations and travel, but don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to, you know, go the extra mile and pick the people that you want. Because at the end of the day, if there's something that's going to truly not make you happy on your wedding day, and you're going to have a regret, I am a strong believer money you can always make again, the time you can never mm-hmm. get. Yeah, exactly. Why not invest in somebody that can uh, help you out to save you on time or even on, you know, to have the perfect uh, outcome at the end. Exactly. So, yeah, that's a really good advice. Absolutely. Okay. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you, where can they find you? Um, CinderellaBrides.com. Um, it's Cinderella Brides with a Z at the end instead of an S. That's our website. When you go to our website, you'll see all of our social media pages on there. We have a, a active blog where we post twice a week. So you'll always have new content there. Um, and then Cinderella Brides, we're on, we're on uh, Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, on Pinterest. Mm. You can find us everywhere. And if you're looking to connect with me specifically, even as a business coach, or you're looking for help with your beauty business or even your wedding business, and you can reach me at barbiepatel.com. That's with two L's at the end, B-A-R-B-I-E Patel, P-A-T-E-L-L.com. And also on, you know, all my social pages are linked there as well. And I know, Sonia, you'll probably include um, the links in this podcast as well, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. I'll, we'll put all of these in the show notes and uh, link them as well. So, and it also lives on our blog. So <laughs> everybody can directly just click from there. Um, that's amazing. It was lovely connecting with you again. And we shared a lot of knowledge and a lot of tips for all the brides all over the world. 
but yeah i really um I, you really opened my eyes about the makeup i was not i'm not really a makeup person but <laughs> but it's so important uh, yeah. on a wedding day you know to just look flawless and not only look flawless just to feel comfortable so not to be thinking oh my god is my mascara running oh my god is my lipstick smudged or whatever you know so yeah i think this is the most important thing just to uh, get it out of your mind i think mm-hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely. thank you so much for coming and hope to see you soon in Greece. <laughs> yes, I can't wait to come back. Um, definitely your country is beautiful beyond belief. And it just like, I, I don't think that one or two visits is enough. I need to come back and explore yeah. and some spend some more time with you as well. Absolutely. And we hope to feature your uh, big Indian wedding from Greece soon. So I can't let that happen. <laughs> We're going to find and collaborate on that That big fat Indian wedding in Greece. I can't. In Greece, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to LWED Talks. I hope you found this show helpful and inspirational. You can subscribe and listen to LWED Talks on some of your favorite platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor and many more. Head over to elva.com slash podcast to find out more. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to leave a review or a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your chosen platform. If you are planning your wedding in Greece, make sure to download our Elwed magazine filled with resources and inspirational advice at elwed.com slash magazine. Or follow us on our socials for instant inspiration at elwedmag. On the other hand, if you just want to share your thoughts about this episode, ask a question or want to be on our next show, you can leave us a voice message on Anchor or head over to elwe.com slash podcast to get in touch. This podcast was brought to you by Elwed.